0: Welcome back to the Fully Alive Podcast, where we are cuddled up with our fall candle today. It's raining outside, so you might hear some cars splish flashing in the background. My name is Stephanie Elsperman. I am your host today. <laughs> and welcome back to the space where we dive into all things purpose, creating a business that's in alignment with your life's purpose, mindset, becoming absolutely unfuckwithable, spirituality, and all things creating a life that makes you feel fully alive from the inside out. If you are new around here, welcome to the- this space. I'm so excited to get to know you if you have been here before. And thank you for coming back. It makes my heart so freaking happy that these messages continue to resonate with your heart and that we are continually spreading an incredible message out into the world. So for today's podcast episode, what we're going to be diving into is all things decision-making, baby. All right. (laughs) Clearly, we're in a vibe today. So recently, I shared on my Instagram a post that showed a clip of me walking in Paris Fashion Week. And if some of you are new around here and you don't know the full gist of my own personal story, one of my first rock-bottom wake-up calls was after I had gotten back from Paris Fashion Week. I was dealing with anxiety, depression, and eating disorder, which I might go into, trigger warning, um, and really just... At my deepest point, I didn't know anything that lit me up within my life. I felt like all of the life was sucked out of me and I was constantly just chasing my tail, trying to create a sense of aliveness within my own life based on other people's perception of me and really chasing this external idea of validation and success. And so I shared this clip on my Instagram story of me walking in Fashion Week and then I shared a couple of clips of my life now and really just showing this entire transformation and my intention of posting that was yes to share my own story in hopes that it resonates with a part of you or impacts you in some sort of way but also likely within your life you've created some form of a transformation yourself especially if you are on this path of growth and spiritual evolution there is that part of you that wakes up at some point and then rapidly shifts your life and when I posted that, one of my clients actually messaged me. She she commented on it, and then we talked about it later, where she was like, Steph, that's a massive transformation. Like, holy flippant transformation. You went from literally looking like there's zero life within you, a lifeless form walking down a runway, to now being absolutely full of life. You have a thriving business, a relationship. Everything in your life continues to be this upward spiral. And when I look at that, you know, it's like... I can own that I am human. I can own that there are so many places that I want to expand on within my life. I think that's life and that's living. And I can also own that, yes, it was a fucking big transformation. (laughs) I can also own that I feel as though my process of growth and evolution has been continually creating these massive 180s. And at one point within my life, I would ask, why me? Why do I have to go through these huge up levels where it feels like I don't even recognize a version of myself from two years ago? Like, can I just have a level of consistency within my life? But over time, and I feel like I'll start to realize this more and more throughout my life, but over time, I've started to recognize like, yes, that's me. Yes, that's me. And one of the greatest parts of my entire purpose is to grow and evolve over time personally. And I think that's true for most human beings when we actually awaken to it. That's why I feel like I've lived so many lifetimes in this one short lifetime that I've had so far. And so when somebody asks me, how do you create these 180s within your life? How do you go from being absolutely lifeless to being so fully alive, so bursting with everything that you've desired? And I can truly say that every day I do feel like I'm living the dream. Every single freaking day I wake up and I'm like, shit, what is this? Right? And so to create that 180 within my life, it wasn't that I could ever plan this entire thing out to a T. I could have never, ever, ever planned every single step along the way to a T. I couldn't have gotten it perfect. I couldn't have ever, you know, decided ahead of time what was going to happen. However, I did make really good decisions. Not good decisions in the in the fact of pleasing everybody, but decisions that were in alignment with where I wanted to go rather than where it was. And that is what creates those quantum leaps, those massive up levels where you see somebody completely 180 their life and it changes overnight. And truthfully, if I had to boil it down, it's A, aligning with my purpose, so understanding the overall outcome that I desired for my life and what was in my heart and soul to share, and then B, making decisions that are in alignment with that, making better decisions. Not perfect decisions, not... Completely planned out decisions, but making decisions that are actually in alignment with your soul, quantum decisions that make you up level in a way that puts you ahead. Not that it's a race, not that you need to get there faster, but it puts you ahead within your own idea of yourself and your growth. And you get to experience more within this entire lifetime. That to me is one of the greatest things that we ever get to do as humans is pack so much life into life. And so that is what we are going into in this entire episode. If you want to turbocharge your entire life, if you want to make a 180 from where you are into where you desire to be, whether you are up-leveling within your business, whether you are going from nine to five into being a full-time entrepreneur, or whether you are just wanting to shift into a new level of your identity so that you can be absolutely unfuckwithable within your life, it all comes back to decision-making. And that's what we're going into Today, you're going to learn why most people shy away from decision-making, how to make better decisions, my step-by-step process for actually getting clear and making these quantum decisions that are bound to change your entire freaking life, and a practice at the end for you to take away in your life. So let's dive into it. So on average, human beings will make 35,000 decisions a day. 35 freaking thousand decisions a day. To me, that's a lot. That's a lot of decisions, but if you actually break it down, you are constantly deciding what to focus on, what to do, what to eat, what to smell, what to look at, all of the different things within your life. Now, when you look at 35,000 decisions, those are 35,000 different options to either elevate and decide to do things that are in alignment with a greater version of you. Maybe it's the future version of you, the CEO version of you, or the highest self version of you, whatever it is, we have millions of identities that we can play with at any given time, or to stay the same and to stay acting in alignment with the patterns that are current within your brain and that are already going over and over and over. This is where you start to distinguish the people who excel within their life and create massive success and the people who consistently stay the same or keep learning the same lessons over and over and over and they wonder why nothing is shifting. It all comes down to your decision making. When you can start to elevate every single one of those 35,000 decisions, maybe not every single one because that's a lot, but most of your 35,000 different decisions, that is what starts to create this momentum within your life where you create these quantum up levels constantly, because you're making decisions that are in alignment with a future version of you or where you want to go rather than where you've been. And you do that through a very specific process that we're going to go into in this episode. However, why most people don't do that is because it's edgy, right? It's uncomfortable. Have you ever gone to make a decision? And like the really juicy decision, you know, the one that's like actually going to make a difference, whether it's in your business or your life, it's a big one. And you go to make that decision. And immediately what happens, there might be part of you that is super anchored in your intuitive yes and your intuitive no, I love that part of you. There also might be part of you that overthinks, that immediately is like, well, what if this happens and what if that happens? What about this person? What about that person? And starts that overthinking spiral. All overthinking is, is a way for the ego to cover up a fear or a feeling that's within your body. It's much easier for the ego to keep you preoccupied with all these thoughts than it is to actually anchor into that feeling. So overthinking happens. What happens as you're overthinking? Guess what? The brain takes just as much energy to think about doing something as it does to actually do something. So every single time you're having that thought of what about this option and that option, this option and that option, you're tiring out your brain. And then we have decision-making fatigue, where it makes sense why, if you're trying to be perfect about every single decision and therefore overthinking every decision, it gets really tiring to make decisions. Most people want to numb out of their decision-making, outsource it to somebody else, or just turn the other way and say, I'm not going to do that today. I'll do it tomorrow. That's where you start putting off the decisions within your life and you start staying in the same place over and over and over rather than creating these massive up levels. But have you ever come to as a decision, and it was a decision that you were putting off for a very long time. One where you're like, "Ah, that's a big one. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. And then you eventually do it. And you're like, oh my God, what was I even worried about? You're like, that wasn't even that big of a deal. That decision, right? There's a relief that happens on the other side because the truth is the mere fact that this decision is in front of you means that you can handle it. You can handle anything that is on either side of the decision. No matter what life throws to you on the other side of making this decision, you can handle it. That's why life gives it to you. There's a beautiful quote from Michael Singer, and I'm gonna butcher it, but he basically says something along the lines of, the silliest thing that you can ever say to yourself is I can't handle this. And I've probably mentioned this in another podcast because I love it. The silliest thing you can say to yourself is I can't handle this, because the mere fact that it's in front of you means that you can handle it. And so when those fears start to arise to the surface or when your brain starts overthinking, what if you could remind yourself I can handle this? Good, good that those are coming up because it means that I am evolving. I am growing and evolving in ways that I might not do if I didn't have this decision in front of me. And if business is a process of your own self-liberation, then decisions are the vehicle to get there. And as you make decisions, you put yourself into action. Action is what actualizes your vision. So decisions are truly the key when you can hone in on that skill and become the one who calls the shots, really activate your inner CEO, which we talk about all the time within magnetic business. When you own that and you activate it, it creates this inner energy of I've got this being the one who walks into a room and is absolutely decisive, who knows what they want and knows what they don't want and is willing to call the shots and is willing to deal with any form of failure or challenges on the other side, because they know that it's in alignment with their greatest growth. That is you. That is you right now. As these words are washing over, you allow that to be the activation that this is the version of yourself that you're creating within your life. And as you do, you'll start to see these quantum up levels. As you do, your life will start to shift in these 180s. That is so fucking Fun, it's so fun to see it happen, you know? And as we're talking about quantum up levels, I never want you to think that it's because you have to rush through your life or you have to get to some sort of outcome to be fulfilled. No, your fulfillment happens in the process of it. However, if we only have this one life, and who knows, who knows how many lives we get, but if we only have this one life, don't you wanna experience as much as you possibly can? Don't you wanna be in it for the growth and evolution of everything? And every single time you make a decision, you grow and you evolve. And that's the name of the game. It's the greatest sense of purpose and feeling fully alive within your life. Think about the last time you made a decision that put you ahead light years within your life. That's the feeling of liberation and feeling fully alive. It's where the name even comes from. Because every time I make a decision that's going to put me ahead, whether it's investing in myself, getting in the room with a certain person, whether it is deciding to do a new project, launch something new, that feeling of being like, holy fuck, I can't believe we're doing this, but we're actually doing it. That's a sensation of fully alive. It's like, at least we're feeling something, baby. It's so good. And it's what most people won't do because it's easier to stay numb than it is to pony up, buck yourself up and make the damn decisions that are going to put you ahead and put you in the rooms that you desire to be in. All right. So how we actually make better decisions. I'm going to walk you through it. So there's one way that's very common in personal growth. That is the reverse engineer way where they say, think about your vision in five years of where you want to be and then reverse engineer. What is the decision that you need to be making right now? Now, I don't have a problem with this way of doing things. In fact, I will sometimes use this with clients when we're getting really clear on their strategy because I have to know where they want to go and their vision in order to determine and for us to determine what's a gut yes for their strategy in the moment. However, if you're doing this on your own, and what I see most people make the mistake is that it can get very heady when you start doing that especially for high achievers and those of you who have been very cerebral within your life, who have been very, um, who have learned to overanalyze a lot of things. It can get to be very intellectualized. And now the truth is that quantum decisions, so those decisions that aren't necessarily logical, but that put you ahead within your life, they're like the turbo speed to your entire life. I call it turbocharging your life. Those start in your heart first. And then your brain follows it up and strategizes the actual steps that need to be put in place. But they start in your heart. And so if you have ever been in a hyperlogical state, whether you are overthinking something, you're sitting in front of your laptop, spinning your wheels, making a pros and cons list, and constantly thinking about something, that is not where your quantum decisions are going to come from. Your quantum decisions are going to come from your heart space. When you are truly, fully activated within your heart, that is when those moments drop in where you're like, I know what I need to do. That feeling, that is where you make decisions that put you ahead. Because if you're trying to make them from your brain, your brain is essentially cluttered with all of these past patterns and beliefs and versions of yourself and so if you're trying to think your way to a decision that isn't in alignment with where you are but it's in alignment with where you want to go it's just not possible it doesn't make sense right because your brain only knows where you've been and who you are rather than where you want to go right so make it from your heart and you start to skip a few steps and turbocharge your life because the truth is that your soul your heart on some level knows the way forward your heart is like this beautiful little inner gps that's constantly going to tell you what's a yes and what's a no it will ask you to do the things that will be absolute game changers. But it is up to you to listen and to actually do it. And that starts with being present with where you are, being dropped in to your heart, to your intuition, to your body, rather than just to your mind. That's where your decision-making starts. And so how to actually tune into this is the first step is to get quiet. Get quiet enough to actually experience what your heart feels like, now, Joe Dispenza uses an incredible example where he says, if you are trying to get creative and these quantum leaps take creativity within your life, think about if you are running away from a jaguar and you are just, you're sprinting away. In that moment where you are sprinting away and your body is in fear and you're overthinking all the different ways, is that going to be the time to come up with a creative solution? Fuck no. no. <laughs> Absolutely not, right? That is the time where your body is like, I am getting myself out of here. Let's go. Your body is in fight or flight. And so, if you're constantly in your brain or if you're in a state of fear or being hyper logical, that is not the time to come up with a creative solution. First, you have to drop into your heart to actually get quiet enough to listen. So, whether that comes through meditation, whether it comes through taking a walk in the park, whether it comes through sitting and being quiet or giving yourself rest, getting a massage, getting a facial, doing something that allows you to drop in, or just taking some time. That is what allows you to come back to yourself, to come back into alignment with source and with spirit and with your intuition and actually hear And now what I'll say is this doesn't mean to meditate for an outcome. I don't know if any of you have ever done this. I know that I totally have. Where you meditate and you're like, by the end of this meditation, I'll be clear on the decision. It's like, sometimes that works and sometimes that's basically just another way of thinking yourself into a decision rather than actually tuning in. What if you could just create pockets of time within your life to get quiet such that it was your constant practice that when you went to make a decision, you didn't just have to pause everything and just drop in, but that it was already a part of your practice so you were always clear, right? Getting quiet becomes a daily part of your practice. And when you notice yourself overthinking, which is your ego's way of covering up a feeling, I invite you to drop in, especially with, you know, it might be the inner child part of you, it might be the inner teenager part of you, but to drop in with that part and say, well, what is actually going on here? Like, What are you actually feeling? and to sit with that part of you and sometimes just the noticing of the feeling, of like wow, I'm feeling a little bit apprehensive. I'm feeling a little bit fearful. Sometimes just that is enough to dissipate the feeling and actually come back to clarity. Overthinking isn't gonna get you there. It's the clarity within. The next piece is to liberate your heart. So similar along the lines of getting quiet, this is another version to really drop in. Go do something that makes you be in absolute awe of life, where you're like, holy shoot, I cannot even believe that this is life. Like I'm absolutely in love with the fact that I am in my life. That is when your heart is active. Your heart is open, and you're actually one with life. You're letting life in. You're in the receiving mode. When you're in the receiving mode, you can actually receive this decision and the yes and the no, right? Do something that liberates your heart, that connects you back with spirit or with source, whether it's having a dance party, chatting with a girlfriend and laughing your butt off, or if it's going and taking yourself on a little date, taking yourself to a new town that you haven't been to, going and interacting with humans in life, getting back into your work. Like sometimes for me, because my business is so in alignment with my purpose, it's the very, it's my soul's work that I know that I'll be in for the rest of my life. When I come back into my work, it reminds me who the fuck I am. It reminds me. That inspiration, that creativity, it gets me back into my heart. And from that place, I'm actually expansive to make these decisions. The next piece to understand is that there is no should. There is no should within your life. My clients know this by heart. There is no should there is either you will or you want you want to or you don't want to whenever you say the word should or you're feeling that should presence within your life you're shooting on yourself don't shit on yourself it's one of one of my first mentors would always say that stop shooting on yourself when the when you're saying the word should in your decision-making process, typically that means that you are looking to what someone or something outside of yourself would do. And you're looking for their validation or acceptance, right? When you say, what should I do? It's like, well, according to who? Other people, God, universe, source, what? The only thing that actually matters in your decision-making is you. Nobody else is going to understand it. It's not their responsibility to get it. It is only your responsibility to get quiet and tune in with what is a gut yes for you. What is a yes for you? And that is it. Next, we want to understand the difference between impulse and intuition. Now, this is very key. It's something that I go much deeper into in purpose Mastery and with my private clients. However, the quick difference is impulse is your reaction It can be like that first initial reaction that your ego will give you. Sometimes it's out of fear. Sometimes there's a sense of urgency behind it of like, if I don't do this, then I'll miss out on this. It can have a sense of shame or guilt behind it of if I don't do this, then X, Y, and Z will happen. And it's that first, it's that first reaction. And I'm not saying to not go with your impulses. Sometimes that first reaction is totally a straight shot to your intuition. However. How I typically like to do it is I like to feel that impulse and then I like to sit with it for a second. I'm like, what is actually true in this moment? Because your intuition is a response. It is a grounded response rather than a reaction. A grounded response, a deep knowing of yes, yes, this is it. Yes. It's not backed by urgency. It's not backed by, if I don't do this then this won't happen. It is a, yes, this is meant to be. Yes, I know. And that means there might still be fear and excitement all at once. We'll get into that in a second. There will still be that there, but it's that deeper part of like, but what if I did this? There are so many reasons why I couldn't do it, but there's this deeper part of me that's like, what if I did? I know that this is going to be a game changer. It's your soul's quiet nudge rather than your ego's impulse and reaction to go do something quickly, right? That's your intuition. That's where you want to start making these decisions from because that is your basic connection up to something much greater than you. When we talk about quantum decision-making, it's making decisions that are in alignment with that version of yourself that is so much greater than you. Call it your higher self call it spirit, God, source, call it your inner CEO, whatever it is, it's that version of you that knows, that is wise, that is absolutely incredible. And from here, the last thing I'll give you, there's so much on decision making, is to flirt with the edge. Flirt with your freaking edge. Now the edge is the edge of your comfort zone, that little sweet spot where you're both absolutely terrified and also really excited of what could possibly happen, of like, oh my god, I cannot flip and believe that I can do this. And this is where your capacity starts to expand, especially as a leader within business, is could you get comfortable with being at this edge every single day. In the past, I used to think that I was only meant to be on this edge like once, once a quarter, let's say. I make one big decision once a quarter and then my life is set and I'm going to continuously expand. Wrong, negative, right? We are actually meant to be on the edge every single day of our lives, especially as you grow more and more and more. And this is where I see a lot of leaders stall out is when you think, and at one point in your life, it worked to make one decision a quarter and your life would change. And then you continually up-level within your life and what you were doing in the past is not necessarily getting you to where you wanna be. And that's because you're meant to increase your capacity to hold space for these big decisions. Not that you have to make a life-changing decision every single day, but the decisions that feel kinda tough, that feel scary and exciting all at once that are like, holy shit, I can't believe we're doing this, but like, yes, we are. That is leadership. What I found is that business is a process of making decisions and getting good with yourself in that decision making process. And that means that you get to normalize that feeling of being scared and excited all at once. Normalize the feeling of making one Tough decision a day. If you could do that over and over and over, you're going to start to expand your capacity to hold space. And five years down the road, you're going to look back and you're going to say, I cannot believe that it took me that much energy to make that one tough decision a day. Now I make five tough decisions in a day. Look at that. That is growth. That is how you continually build momentum. And so if you see people who are constantly growing and it feels like this expansion of growth, it's because they've gotten better at their decision making every day. Could you make one tough decision a day? Could you test your ability to be with yourself, to be your biggest cheerleader within your vision and say, no matter what happens from this vision, I can hold myself through it. I've got me. I'm responsible for my experience. And when this is in alignment with my gut, yes, I know that there is no place but up for me. There's no place but transformation. And I am in my life for the greatest transformation possible because that is soul evolution and growth and purpose at the heart of it. That is purpose at the heart of it. I always teach, especially in purpose mastering at the heart of magnetic business, is your purpose comes down to three things. To love, serve, and to grow. Love, serve, grow. Love, serve, grow. To love yourself and to love others and to be in the feeling of love as much as possible. To serve from your gifts, your innate genius into the world and to grow constantly every single day. How much could you evolve your soul in this one precious lifetime that you have? and then see what happens next. So my loves, my practice for you, my invitation is could you make one tough decision a day? You can replace that with one liberating decision, one scary and exciting decision, whatever you need to motivate yourself to make that decision. Could you stretch your capacity and create the greatest transformation you've ever seen for yourself? and to be the lighthouse for other people that they can do the same and we all rise together. All right, my loves, that is what I have for you on this podcast episode. As always, I hope that something deeply resonated with your heart and dropped in for you. And if it did, it means the world to me when you leave a review, saying what you've taken away, saying what this podcast means to you. It helps us spread this message out to more people, impact more lives, and all rise together. In the name of purpose, and feeling fully alive. Also, if you have absolutely devoured this podcast episode and you want to go deeper, I'm going to be opening up a select few spots to work with me. Moving forward, typically these spots sell out within 24 to 48 hours. So if you want to be the first to know about that, how we do it is an application based process. So there's an application linked in the show notes below, no matter if you want to work on purpose, mindset, or business, when you fill out that application, we have you in the queue so that when spots go out, you are already in line and you have the opportunity to take action on that spot. It doesn't reserve your spot, but it allows you to be the first to know. So with all that said, I cannot wait to see you on the next episode. Mwah! Cheers to your growth.